Hi, everyone. Welcome back to episode two. I'm Danielle. I'm Trudy. Uh, we just wanted to start off, too, by saying it was such a crazy past week. We obviously launched our first episode on Friday, and we got such great I feedback. I know. It was so exciting and, like, really, yeah. like, so much fun hearing from everybody, hearing all the feedback. I know. Stuff. And it was, like, so cool, too, because Trudy and I were saying before we even posted our first episode, we obviously had some little teasers. And so many people in the industry reached out to us how they would love to be a guest. I know. We actually had, like, a little list going, which is crazy. Yeah, which we were, like, so, I guess, like, honored to hear that because it was so cool that so many people already believe that this is going to be, you know, like, a really big, good podcast. Yeah, so and that it's worth good. coming on to. Very yes. exciting. So definitely in the future, once we get a little bit more established, we would love to have you guys on. Yeah, so if you want to join. So this week, we're going to be talking about, you know, getting into real estate and all of that. So, Trudy, you want to take it away? For those of you who don't know, if you are interested in getting licensed in New York State, um, you do have to take, I think it's a 77-hour course now. Did they change it to 77? I think so. Yeah, it was Someone 75 told me. when we took it. Yeah. Or was it 75? Yeah, it was, it was 75 when we okay, took yeah, yeah, it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So 75, 77, whatever. Um, you have to take a course. You can either do it online or in person. Um, and then you do have to take a test to pass that course. And once you pass that, you're able to schedule your test through the Department of State. Um, and then once you pass that, then you have to interview with brokerages yeah. and then you can hang your license there and then get started. Yeah. What did you think of like the state test? Because I remember I didn't realize you had to take one for the class. Okay. Uh -huh. And then a state one. So I was so excited. And then I realized I had to Oh, you were like, two. oh, I passed? Yes. <laughs> Aw. I thought that the one for the school was a lot harder than the state test. Like, really? I yeah. Like, I remember studying and then the school one, I mean, I obviously passed, but I uh -huh. was like, all right. This is a little trickier because a lot of the questions they were asking were like, oh, what kind of like tiling is this? Like a lot more stuff that people who are like inspectors or okay. builders would know, yeah. not really like agents. So I was like, oh my God. And then I thought that the state test was uh -huh. so easy. See, I felt the exact opposite. Yeah. yeah so the, what course did you take? I did it through, it was called Ambition, but I think now it's through like the CE shop. Oh, okay. Yeah. I took mine through Real Estate U mm -hmm. online and I thought... The online test was super easy. Really? Yeah, and I, I passed. I was, like, so excited. And then the state test, I actually had to take it twice. Um, oh, really? Yeah, and when I went to go take my test, there was someone in the room who had taken it ten times. Ten times? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. After well, at the end of the day, a pass is a pass. Right? Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like after, like... I think it's also one of those things where you take the test and it's kind of like school, and you don't really... Like, not that you don't learn anything, but you don't learn until you're physically Actually in doing the field it. Yeah. doing exactly. work. Yeah, so, like, when I took the state test, it started asking about like soffits mm -hmm. and you know like the roof line and all these yeah. things and I'm like I'm yeah. like praying right. that I get this right because I don't want to have to take this again I know but yeah thankfully I did pass on my second try Good. and it was super exciting right. and yeah so that's basically how you get started mm -hmm. and first step to get started mm -hmm. in real estate so then after that you have to start interviewing with brokerages yeah. kind of see where your best fit is um, so maybe you want to dive into that a little bit? Yeah. So Trudy and I actually were talking about this before, why it's so important to interview different brokerages. Um, we're both part of EXP Realty. I mean, to be totally transparent, I joined EXP because our team leader now, Alex, I actually knew him since I was 12. So, you know, always trusted him. I see that he's crushing it in the business. And I knew that he was with EXP. So he told me all of the great benefits that EXP offers. So I kind of just jumped into it. I personally did not interview with any other brokerages. 
I just really trusted him. I loved EXP's model, so I went in full force there, and I love it. I don't regret it at all. I know, Trudy, you started out at Keller Williams. Do you want to kind of talk about that? Yeah, so I started at Keller Williams solely because I was working there. I, like I said last episode, I was working, running a team there. So that's why I started at Keller Williams. Mm. I didn't interview really with other brokerages as yeah. far as getting my license, right. my thought process, getting into real estate. I'm a very like methodical person, and yeah. I really wanted to make sure that I was going into this with knowledge mm -hmm. because, um, you know, they've done a lot of studies that show if you jump in, you know, with no mentorship or right. no help, you know, most agents fail. I think it's what, like 60 or 70% of agents that come into yeah, real estate like fail. Yeah, in their first year. Yeah, in their mm -hmm. first year. So I knew that I did not want to be part of that statistic. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I really felt like this is what I want to do. And I love right. it so much. So um, I started there. And I didn't really interview anywhere else. And then mm -hmm. obviously kind of the same situation. My yeah. and Alex's paths crossed. I really trusted him. I really connected with him. And right. then that's how I ended up here. Yeah. And I'm so happy. Exactly. And I think, too, we were saying, though, with newer agents coming into the industry, you definitely want to make sure you shop around, interview different brokerages. I think that's what's so important to see how you can connect with the people. Um, also, too, each brokerage has a unique model in terms of commission, in terms of you know benefits. Like I know, for example, EXP does offer health insurance, which was a huge thing for me, especially since I came from the corporate side. I needed somewhere that I could get that health insurance. Mm -hmm. um, so that was like a big factor for me. But I, I think it's really important that you don't just blindly go into a brokerage. 100%. You want to make sure that you interview as many as you can. Um, we were actually talking about this this morning. You don't want to seem like the grass is greener somewhere else. Like, dang, I wish I interviewed elsewhere just mm -hmm. to see what other places yeah. offer. Um, so I think it's really important. And for those of you that don't know, when you get into real estate, you have to hang your license with a brokerage. Yep. Um, so it's not like you can just kind of be like on your own, not part of anything. So definitely want to make sure that you're going with someone that aligns with your goals and someone that can help mentor you. Yep. So I think another really interesting topic that people have been asking us pretty much since we started <laughs> was just how crazy this market has been. I feel like especially post-COVID and now with the interest rates going up, it is a tough market like we did talk about. Um, a lot of people in the industry who have told us this is probably the hardest time in real estate Yeah, even seen. worse than 2008, a yeah. lot of people are saying. Exactly. Quite it's the phrase to hear. Yes. Maybe not something you want to hear. <laughs> For sure, but we're here to get real and let you guys know all the How it is. truth. Um, so a lot of people have asked us, if you knew what the market was when you started, would you still get into real estate and do you regret getting into real estate? So... Trudy, I kind of want to ask you that question. <laughs> um, no, I would never mm -hmm. regret like going into real estate at the right. time that I did because I feel like all this is going to be is like a learning experience. If you right. can make it through a tough market, I feel like you could make it, you know, in a great one. Right. Um, it definitely, I, I definitely think that if you are interested in joining right now in this market, you right. really need to think about it. Mm -hmm. Don't just, you know, be impulsive about it and right. do it because you been thinking about it really really think about it yeah you have to buckle down look at your finances see right. if it's a you know financially makes sense for mm -hmm. you to do because there are times where you could be going months without a paycheck right um and there's just a lot of overhead costs you have to pay for like your licensing fees you know right. that was just do that was six hundred dollars mm -hmm. if you're taking the test it, that you know that 75 hour course it right. costs money your state test costs money right. even the course test costs, costs money, money. Yeah. yeah everything is you know, cost money. And that's just right. how it is nowadays. So you really need to make sure that you're comfortable, yeah. you know, making that jump. Definitely make sure you have good savings because right. like I said, you could go months without a paycheck. Mm -hmm. um, but no, I definitely don't regret it because yeah. I, I'm the type of person where I feel like if I don't do it now, when am I going to do it? I agree. And right now, you know, we are, you know, 
home and we right. don't have kids. We don't have a mortgage or mm -hmm. anything. So I think financially this is the best time to do it as well. If you are thinking about doing it, you right. know, if you have like a family to support, maybe yeah. you should like consider it right and I think too that's why so many people leave the industry is because again like we talked about in episode one tv glamorizes yep. real estate and that's really not the truth of it yeah so I think a lot of people see that they're like oh wow like house hunters I can show three houses they'll pick one I'll get the accepted <laughs> offer and that's it yeah. I'll get my commission check you know firsthand that's not how it is exactly <laughs> which really is not the case so I think a lot of people get discouraged so quickly especially if you have a corporate job where you're getting paid bi-weekly yep. and then being like wait I actually might not get a check for five six months yep so I think that's really hard to deal with. And I think that also ties into why it's so important to pick the right brokerages mm -hmm. because, um, you know, certain brokerages, they do have heavier cuts than others. Yeah. Also, too, if you're on a team versus not on a team. So I think that definitely plays a factor where, yeah, you might have a $10,000 commission check, but after all of your splits, maybe you're only getting half, half. that. Yeah, if so. So <laughs> it's kind of like if you're an adult and you have a family, you know, a mortgage, is 5000 really going to cut it? Yeah. So... I think that also plays a, a big factor. I agree. So I think another important part that we were talking about, Trudy, was being on a team versus being a solo agent. Um, and I know for both of us, we're on a team right now. And a lot of agents, they kind of, you know, don't know maybe being on a team's an option. They think they're by themselves. Yes. Again, playing into the brokerage, I think it's also important to you to make sure you have like a mentor or someone there that can help you. Uh -huh. um, I know for myself, I did join Next Move because I, starting on the business, I still had a lot of questions. I yeah. still, there were things that I wasn't, you know, keen to, didn't have knowledge of. Mm -hmm. And even though, you know, being on a team might be an additional split out of your pocket, I think in the long run, it's better to get that experience and knowledge. Sometimes it's priceless. Yeah. Um, and maybe take a little bit of a hit now and then down the line, maybe being able to be a solo agent or whether that's being on a team, but maybe your split being a little bit better. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes that knowledge you can't replace with money. Yeah, and I, think I totally for, agree. Yeah, and I think for us it's super important because how many times have one of us not been able to attend a showing and then we just call someone on our team and they'll go for us, Yeah, which is huge because I think if you're a solo agent, you don't really have that support. Yeah, you're like strapped. Yeah, exactly. So I think a lot of people think being a solo agent is a little more enticing just because it's less of a split. Yeah. Um, but I personally do love being on a team, but again, it's not for everyone. Um, I don't know if you want to share like your experience. Yeah. So I obviously started working as like an executive assistant mm -hmm. and I really feel like real estate is a field where it's very hands on, yeah. believe it or not. And I feel like you learn by doing. Right. So I felt like very prepared when I, I did make the jump right. to, you know, joining a different team because I had that experience. You know, I was going to inspections, right. I was running comps, I'm doing showings, I'm doing all of these things that I right. probably wouldn't have had the experience to do as often or mm -hmm. as much if I were by myself. Um, and I know a lot of people are really concerned when they start, obviously, because it you can go months without seeing a paycheck right. about like their splits. But I always tell everybody like who comes to me and is, is interested in joining mm -hmm. real estate, don't focus on the split right now Agreed. because that's always something that can be negotiated. Right. And if it come. can't, exactly. If it can't, then you leave and find right. somewhere with a better split. But in the beginning, the knowledge is worth so much more than any paycheck you could get right. because once you learn how to do it, then you could do it on your own. Exactly. You know, so I feel like you shouldn't really focus on the split. Obviously, you don't want to be walking home with $2, right, but, you know, you definitely need to take that into consideration right. and make sure that you feel like your split is 
something that you know you're gaining from right and you can be on a team that has a fair split and still walk away with a comfortable amount in your pocket which is why it's important to you know interview around um, I think for us too like we always talk about the support there are so many times where I'm not feeling my best or Trudy's not feeling her best and we have each other to piggyback off of maybe there's an angle that I don't see that Trudy sees that she yeah. can offer insight so I think just collaborating with so many you know like-minded great individuals is another plus of being on a 100%. team 100% I couldn't agree more so on this week's segment of Let's Get Spooky, we are going to talk about Ohika Castle. I'm sure a lot of you are familiar with yes. it. It's beautiful. Ohika Castle was constructed in the early 20th century by Otto Herman Kahn, a wealthy financier and philanthropist. Um, construction began in 1914 and was completed in 1919. The castle um, was designed to resemble a French chateau, and it has 127 rooms. Um, beautiful gardens, golf yeah. course. I'm sure, you know, maybe we could insert some pictures. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's absolutely beautiful. stunning. It's beautiful. Taylor Swift actually filmed her blank space video there. No way. Fun fact. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. <laughs> I didn't know that. I mean, beautiful place to film a video. Yeah. Um, it served as uh, a lavish resident for a con and hosted very numerous extravagant mm -hmm. parties. Kind of gives like a great Gatsby vibe. It definitely does. And it the does. prices also reflect that. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Um, so after con's ownership, the castle went through a lot of hands and different purposes. Mm -hmm. It was used as a military training academy for a yeah. second, um, a training school for the government, and it was easy, even filmed, obviously, uh, in a lot of movies and television shows, obviously, yeah. like you stated, yeah. Taylor Swift. Um, and it was restored and transformed into a luxury hotel and event venue as of recently, I think, like, the 1990s. Yeah, I think what was crazy is I honestly had no idea that you could stay there, like, as a hotel. Yeah, people have dinner there all the time. I always see people on Instagram eating dinner I there. Know. It looks fun. I thought it was just like a catering hall. <laughs> and then when I found out that you could actually stay there, I'm like, what? I mean, it is ginormous. So what else would it be used for? It has a lot of purposes. <laughs> <laughs> so getting into the hauntings of Ohika Castle, um, it gained a reputation for mm -hmm. being haunted with various reported ghost sightings yes. and unexplained occurrences. Mm -hmm. um, so you were there recently, right? I was. So you want to share your experience? Yeah, <laughs> so I actually worked an event there like maybe a week or two ago, and I was telling Trudy, I kind of roamed around a little bit, like checked out the library that they have, looked at the restaurant, the bathrooms, and I don't know, I just got a very weird feeling, and I told Trudy that the next day because I snapped some pictures of the library, and I just felt very uneasy I felt like these pictures shouldn't even be in my phone yeah, like, yeah I, I like told you to delete them yeah, I was yeah. like I don't know I, it felt like an invasion of privacy like again it's very old school it's pretty much since its original form in like 1914 uh -huh. I'm sure they like updated a little bit but the library had like you know original books it had a big portrait of who I believe was Otto Kahn uh -huh. um, and he's just like staring at you and it, uh -huh. it just gave me like a very uneasy feeling uh -huh. I don't know if I was being dramatic, but this is honestly before I knew about all these hauntings. Okay. And from, like, off the bat, I said, I feel weird about this. I showed Trudy some pictures. If I still have it, I'll, we'll throw it on here. I don't know. I might have deleted it because I didn't <laughs> want bad juju. Um, but I told Trudy from the get-go, I'm like, this feels weird to me. Yeah. Um, and I actually met the owner of Ohika Castle. Oh, my God, really? Yeah. And wow. It, it was crazy. Wait, does he live there? Mm-hmm. No yeah. way. So he lives there. For anyone who doesn't know, he lives there. And I remember because I was outside um, on, like, the patio, and you can kind of see in the window. Okay. And there was just a light, and even inside, it looks like it's from the 1800s. Like it looks like its original uh -huh. architecture. No, yeah. something about like things from that time period right. really just like I feel like they're haunted, I no know. matter what. It was you like can't tell me otherwise. The light fixtures. It almost seemed like it could have been like a candle. Uh -huh. it. It oh was, no, I don't like that. It was very weird. Um, I got a freaky vibe, and I asked the guy, I'm like, "Don't you get scared like living here yeah. all by yourself?" I mean, again, his staff works there, okay. so like the maids and everything. But he was like, "Nope, I'm fine." But in 2020. 
2020 when COVID hit, uh-huh. it was just him. You no, know, mm-hmm. you couldn't even pay me to be in that house yeah, by myself. Like, I don't think the staff was there. It was literally just him. No. I felt so weird. Maybe, I'm like, like, I would be scared. Maybe he's one with the ghosts. Yes, he's just Because, like, how else would you be okay with that? I know. Like, he was a little bit older, and he seemed like he didn't have really, like, a care in the world. Probably okay. didn't believe in ghosts yeah. like that. And, again, like we were saying, I feel like people who would live somewhere that kind of has a haunted background, uh-huh. they probably like that stuff. Yeah. Either um, they don't believe or they, like, like it. Yeah, but he was not faced at all by it. But I just remember creeping in and being like, oh, I feel weird. Like, I feel like a little, like, ghost figure is going to uh-huh. pop out. I don't know. I didn't like it. I personally don't think I would ever stay there just okay. because of the vibe that uh-huh. I got. Even when I pulled in from the outside, it's just, like, it was a little too old-fashioned for me. But, like, in the sense where I feel like <laughs> it's haunted. Yeah. A lot of people have actually said that, though, that they've seen, like, shadowy figures. Yeah. A lot of guests and staff have reported seeing shadowy figures and mm-hmm. apparitions throughout the castle. These figures are often glimpsed in hallways, rooms, and on the ground. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I totally believe it. Like I said, just even walking around the premise, I was like, something is up. Something is not right. Like, my insides were like, get out. <laughs> That's so <laughs> freaky. It's kind of funny how, like, your fight or flight, like, kicks yeah. in. Like, you get, like, that feeling like someone's watching you or, like, right. someone's lurking around. Um, a lot of people have also said that they hear whispers and mm-hmm. voices. Um, visitors have reported hearing uh, disembodied voices and mm-hmm. unexplained noises. Yeah. Particularly in empty rooms or in areas of where the ca- in the castle where no one is present. Um, people have also claimed that they saw moving objects. Right. Um, a lot of temperature changes with a lot of people say like yes. that happens That's with ghosts. That's what I thought was weird too is I know they say like if it gets colder usually uh-huh. there's a ghost and I'm not even kidding you it was like very cold in certain places. Uh-huh. Like when uh-huh. I went into the bathroom there was paintings there that again look weird and just like this huge mirror room like this just feels weird. Uh-huh. And it honestly was like cold like like a little bit of a chill oh no I don't like that maybe it was a ghost walking through I know I was like I just don't (laughs) want any part of this so I went back out on the patio but yeah I I can definitely see that it's haunted very scary (laughs) I definitely would attend a wedding there okay again beautiful Beautiful, and stunning I wouldn't want to pay for a hotel there. Imagine taking your wedding pictures and there's like orbs. A little and Like orb, a little ghost yeah. in the background. A figure, yeah. Have you ever been to Ohika Castle? No, I haven't. Okay. I definitely want to. It looks beautiful. Again, probably wouldn't sleep there because yeah. I don't want to bring anything home with me. Yeah. And I swear if I heard anything, I would probably have a panic attack. So definitely not well, going to sleep we could get dinner there. one day and like Let's do roll it. around. Yeah. We oh. come in with uh, good peace and good intentions. <laughs> Gotta let the ghost know. Yeah. All right, guys. And for this week's hot take of the week, we want to hear from you guys what's better the 516 or the 631 so trudy and i are going to be divided on this <laughs> i think we already know early. the answer well i think we know it is the 516 but trudy why do you think it is most definitely not the 516 the 631 is so mm-hmm. much better first of all we have the we have montauk we have the hamptons we have fire island we have like beautiful beaches we have all the good stuff like we have farmland I we have diversity better I mean, they are Relax. Better. No, you have, like, the crusty North Shore beaches. No, I'm no, no. sorry. This is my yeah. thing. And, like, we were even talking about, and you guys will see this whole month with our Let's Get Spooky, every haunted place is in Suffolk. Okay, because... There is nothing in Nassau. <laughs> the reason that we have all the haunted stuff is because we were, like, settled first. I mean, it's We've just been creepier. here longer. I'm just going to be honest. Like, again, I have nothing against Suffolk. Ooh, I just she think, does. I just think <laughs> even when I drive into Suffolk, I just get such a different feel. I feel like Nassau... You're closer to the city. There's so much more Who to do. Who wants to be closer to the city? You have the concerts at Jones Beach Theater. You have Long Beach, Little Beach, Point Lookout. You have so many better things Okay, so you have do. a bunch of beaches. And, like, what else so do you have? And, like, so far from the city. Like, it is literally a hike. Like, I have friends who live in Babylon. I mean, 
like you do. Yeah. And it's like over an hour to get to the city. Well, like, I don't want to go to the city anyway. No, I mean, I'm so. not a big fan of the city, but just knowing I, I have that option. And I when I used to work in the city, I mean, even from Merrick, it's still like a 45 minute train ride, which is a lot. But uh-huh. now any place in Suffolk is like an hour plus. I don't know. It's I don't just know. 631 is the better area code I, think I believe much and we're not as populated like we have more like land and See, like less people you definitely do get more for your money in Suffolk and I think there's more land but I don't know if I like that or not like I, I'm not like a country style <laughs> person like I don't want to farm yeah me neither I definitely want a backyard like for we me, have apple picking we have all the fun full festivities that you love that you I, can't I, do I in do Nassau fall, but I, I don't know Suffolk's just you know through and through I'm a Nassau girly and I mean right, well, opposites attract Trudy that's true I that's mean why we're best you kids. know either way we're not biased <laughs> we'll take our clients anywhere they want of Nassau, course 100 percent. we go all over yeah so but through and through I say the 516 I'm the 631 but uh, let us know what you think in the comments below. We're super excited to be starting a new segment called Let's Get Real. We asked you guys last week to send us some questions. And this week's questions are from Felix. And he asked, does the brokerage matter? And does brand recognition matter? So Danny, give us yes. your thoughts. Um, so I personally don't think that the brokerage matters. I definitely think, though, some people will say it does. There are a lot of times that I do talk to people and they're like, oh, I kind of want like, you know, Daniel Gale. I want like Douglas Elliman, like those bigger, more popular mm-hmm. names. But I don't think the brokerage matters. I think the agent matters. hundred percent. Yeah. So I think it's what the agent will do for you because you can have someone at a huge name brokerage and maybe they don't work in your best interest. Mm-hmm. Or you could have someone who's even working at a little boutique real estate agency and they're going to go the extra mile and out of their way for you. Yep. So I think it's important that, you know, sellers should know don't write off the agent just because of the brokerage. Mm-hmm. It's really about what the agent will do for you and you know help advocate and get you the best price possible whether you're looking to buy or sell so I personally don't think brokerage matters what about you um I definitely don't think it matters in the sense as far as like you know I guess from a seller's perspective um but I do think it matters as an agent I think you need to make sure that you're happy and that you're getting what you are basically paying for yeah I agree um and you're getting like that mentorship and all of that I think you need to be happy Mm -hmm. in that sense but as far as like you know, listings and stuff, I really don't think it matters. Um, As far as brand recognition, I totally think that matters. Yeah, I agree. Um, Like we said last week, it's all about like who you know Mm -hmm. and getting your name out there and your face out there, which is why we're doing this podcast. Um, Because it really helps if people know that you're in the field, you know, that's how you get your business, just by word of mouth, honestly. Yeah, and I think what's so crazy is, I know we talked about this a few times, but there was actually a study that happened a few years ago where this guy went around a neighborhood and he said, who is the top agent in your area? Mm -hmm. And everybody had like different answers. So then what the guy did over the past few months is he would send out postcards, mailers with a fake agent. This guy wasn't even an agent. And he would just send postcards, he would send newsletters, just really getting his name out there. And then a few months later when he said, who was the top agent in your area, majority of those people said, oh, it's like John Whatever. Smith, yeah. for example. And it's literally just because he kept putting his face out there and yep. he's not even a real agent. Yeah. So I think, like you said, brand recognition does go a long way because people will be like, oh, like you're so-and-so. I saw you in yeah. the paper. Like I even when you you're driving down like the road, mm-hmm. if I'm like in a specific area and I see right. like a bunch of signs from like one specific like brokerage, right. I'm like, oh, wow, like they're killing it. Like they have, they're doing well. Right. They have a lot of business just because I'm literally seeing their signs. Exactly. Who knows how long it's been sitting there and right. if it's overpriced or whatever. Right. But, you know, it just goes to show once you see, you know, it's the same thing. Like when you get mm-hmm. Mayo, you know, you're picking Hellman's. You're not picking like a random thing or like Heinz. Or you're if doing it's for sale, <laughs> right? Exactly. So, you know, it really does matter. Like, 
what yeah. the brand, I guess, like your brand recognition. I agree. I, I definitely think that is super important. Just getting, like we said in episode one, like your name out there, your face out there. And again, I think especially in this day and age, digital is the new way. It's so yeah. important. It's not really newspapers anymore. So I think, like you said, for us, that's why we want to start the podcast. We just want to get our name out there, get our face out there, you know, yeah. be honest with you guys, provide information. So I, I definitely think that does, you know, make yeah, it especially easy. like touching on social mm -hmm. media, you know, because of social media, you're able right. to connect with people that you would have never had the chance to connect with, you know, if you right. were sending out mailers and postcards, because only people right. in that one specific area are going to see it, but I could reach people in other states, other right. countries even, exactly. you know, so I definitely think social media is the way to go and to get your brand recognition going on there. Yeah, and I think it does play into, does the brokerage matter, like we were saying, in terms of an agent, I know for me, when I see posts of agents killing it half the time, I don't even know what brokerage they belong to, I yeah. just see them as I just see them as individual killing it, exactly. and then when I look it up, I'm like, oh, they're with so-and-so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So again, I think getting your name and face out there also does aid a lot in your brokerage yes. because you're giving business to your brokerage yep. and people associate the two. But yeah, so really appreciate Felix for the wonderful Thank questions you. this week. Keep them coming. Yes. So let us know some questions you have about real estate or again, the housing market. Would love to answer them and, and feature them in next week's episode. So excited. All right, guys. So I think that wraps up episode two. Um, had a lot of fun this week with you guys. Looking, Super excited for yeah. the next episode. Yes, it's been looking, so much fun. Yep, looking forward to chatting with you guys again. See you soon. Bye. Bye. That was cute, okay. our little wave. Yeah.